Hi, and welcome to the Playa del Carmen Now podcast. My assistance for today is we start with the, the good-looking one here, which is Lizeth. Hello. And then our master. Hi, everyone. Javier. Hello there. And today our guest is a person I've known for quite a bit of time, Mr. Yucatan. Hello. So we're going to continue our 2023 Living Like a Local series with our Isle Natural look. God damn it. And today's topic is going to be Weekends Escapes to Secret Locations. Are we going to say the secrets? Well, yes. We're good. <laughs> yeah. We have Mr. Yucatan here to tell us those secrets. But like any other podcast, we always start the podcast by asking the two big questions. Mr. Yucatan, when friends and family come to town in Playa del Carmen, and just so you know, I know you don't live in Playa del Carmen anymore, but when you are in Playa del Carmen, what is your go-to restaurant? Well, it depends on the situation. Um, I love Don Chendo because it's always good quality pizza, and it's just a fun place to go. Uh, I like Las Hijas de las Tostada on Fifth Avenue because it's very consistent. It's seafood. You're in the Playa vibe. And then if I want something a little nicer, maybe to go out to Achiote because okay. it's a good fusion, modern Mexican cuisine. Well, so this is the first time we've had a guest give us options. Yes. <laughs> well, you got to have options. Yes. Gives us a couple options, which is great. Yeah, and different kind of ones. Right? And, and Mexican, price points. Yes, yeah. pizza, and uh, seafood, right? And I think, and again, we're on episode, I don't know, 30 plus. And, and you know, again, this reiterates that there is so many options to eat at in Playa del Carmen because we've had 30 episodes and I'm, we've gotten 30 different answers. We like to eat. We like to eat. <laughs> yes. And there's many options, so you need to come to Playa del Carmen. So question number two. Javier, go ahead and slam question number two. Yeah. When do you bring the people, your buddies, your family, your friends, where do you, did you take them to enjoy this place? Well, in Playa, there's a good few bars. I like uh, right on 2nd Street. You go to the beach, and you have cheap margaritas, and you enjoy the palm trees. Oh. He mentioned uh, like two magic <laughs> words for a lot of people. Right? Drinking, beach. Magic margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> magic margaritas. It's always nice to do a cenote too because that's something yes. really unique here. Yes. And there's so many nice ones in the Riviera Maya. So those two things. We're going uh, on that way, right? We are, you are going to share with us some yes. specific secrets from the area. Absolutely. And Lizeth, are you a margarita drinker? Of course, I love it. <laughs> ah, she loves it. I go every weekend almost. Where? Where? Well, I like to go to Sensi, which is a beach club. Um, or, well, Santino, you know, those places. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a big dance girl. Okay. Yeah, I love it. Tell us a little bit about your dancing. Come on. About the dancing? Well, uh, here in Playa at nine, uh, people have socials. So basically, professional dancers go to give you a salsa class or bachata lesson, and then you go to, for example, the rooftop of Thompson's, mm -hmm. and then you are in the lesson, and after that, you just dance the whole, the whole night. You are a professional after and, that. And then yeah. she calls <laughs> the boss and says, 
I'm tired. I can't come to work. No, yes. I have never done <laughs> that. I have never done that. <laughs> All right. So we had to get her involved in the show here a little bit, which is awesome. But let's get on to Living Like a Local Weekend Escapes, Mr. Yucatan. Yes. Tell us. Everything. Tell us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. everything. Yeah. Well, a lot of people that either live here full time or come down for six months, you want to get away for the weekend. And so if you go to the Riviera Maya, it's, it's expensive and it's very similar. It's beach, beach. So the Yucatan, the other part of the peninsula, offers so much uh, different stuff. So, for example, if you want to go to a small beach town, there's uh, El Cuyo or San Felipe. Those places offer great nature tours, um, and that's a great way to get away for the weekend. Two nights, you know, you can see a lot and El, take some tours. El Cuyo was one of my favorite places, but it's really difficult now because everybody knows about it. Yes, not so secret. Yeah. It's but, not so secret, and it's pretty freaking busy. But if you just go over a little bit, you hit uh, Las Coloradas, which there's a great boutique hotel called Piña Coloradas. Four rooms, nice boutique hotel. You can walk to the beach, and you have 20 miles of virgin That's, beach. That sounds like a secret. That does sound like a secret. So, yeah. You know what? I think I'm going to take advantage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. stayed there. I loved it. Yes. It was so relaxing. And at night, you can go and see the pink lakes, and nobody's around. Oh, okay. Everybody comes for the day, but yeah. nobody so spends explain, the night. Because you just said pink lakes, and everybody's okay. like, pink lakes? What, what What do you mean, pink lakes? Explain what pink okay. lakes means. Well, they're very famous because of the color. Um, there's, It's a type of... Shrimp? Like a shrimp. Kind of. That makes it... They're actually making salt, so they're desalinizing the water, and they have mountains of salt, but the water is pink. And it's the same color that the flamingos get from eating this type of, not insect, but that. So you can go and see these beautiful pink lakes. People go for 10 minutes, they take a picture, and they leave. But you can go and spend the night, and you can see more of nature, more of the tours, more of the reserves. And, you know, you can see more if you go away for the night. Oh, I'm definitely going to look into that place because yeah. I was just talking to Lizeth this past week, and I was like, can you make me a reservation in El Culio? And she came back to me, and she goes, no. Oh, way, no way. Really? Yeah, because I wanted a weekend escape. You know, you yes, know how yes. every now and then you have those work weeks and you just... And, and this is why uh, Mr. Yucatan... <laughs> <laughs> I made a promise not to say his name, but it's, it's <laughs> not... It, whatever, it's Mr. Yucatan. But um, he's always my reference in... The, you know, he was the one that got me into going to El Cuyo because he lives in Espita not far... Well halfway between here and, and, and El Cuyo. And I go to his place, too, which is another amazing place. You need to talk about yeah, the there's Espita. So, there's so but, many uh, places. You get across the state line, and it just uh, changes the, the cost of everything. It's relaxed. Um, you know, the food's people, amazing. Yeah, people are so relaxed, and you just feel very tranquil. Yes, so yeah, out, out of the touristic uh, highlighting here. Yeah, right? no mass tourism. Uh, a lot of people say, oh, I miss the old playa when it was smaller. Yes. But people still like the services of playa. So they like the restaurants, the air conditioning, and everything. So you can still come to playa and stay here, but you can do you know, weekend or overnight trip somewhere else. And you can get that old playa feel, the, you know, the small beach town that's you know, very affordable. 
Yeah, you don't have to make a reservation to go to eat. <laughs> Still, uh, reservations are good because there's not a lot of places and you have to know where to go. Gotcha. So, like, I was just in Ditslam de Bravo. It's a small fishing town. There's nothing to see there except amazing eco-tours because there's a huge reserve between Rio Lagartos and Ditslam de Bravo. It's uh, 170,000 acres, I believe. So, it's huge. No, I, I'm, I'm kind of... <laughs> I'm empty. I'm, I'm, this is the moment where I am amazed from somebody not from Mexico and I'm relearning from him like, oh, <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more about those places. And it I'm the same way. I'm like sitting here going, I'm trying to picture in my head, oh my God, I miss like this whole section. Um, and, and this is what he does. He goes to all these little places. Even when I went to speed him with him, he took me to this house. It was interesting. He took me to this house. He goes, I'm going to take you to the most amazing cenote. And I have that. And I went with him. And he showed me. I mean, and, and again, nobody there. Just walk up to the house, tell him, hey, we're going to go swimming in the cenote. And Is that still available? Did yeah. You- yeah. I just went to another cenote. Uh, they've added different experiences because you can go into these caves and you can um you know put the mud on and do like a mud bath and then you go to a cenote and you swim in a cenote they have a tree house you can rent for 50 dollars a night a huge tree house and you can stay there they build a bonfire for you you can order food i mean it's really cool so that's a unique experience was out there you staying in a tree house yeah i have already oh you oh have you yes Oh, come on. And it is, you? It is no? lovely. At night, when you can see the stars and yes. everything. And when the, with the insects and the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a city camper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a city camper. If it's no AC and hot water, I might not go. Yeah, I remember you telling me someday, like, I can go anywhere with air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I guess the, on the cooler nights, I, you can survive that. Yeah, it's actually fresher in a lot of places when you get out of the cities. Uh, so it's not as hot. Everybody says, oh, Yucatan, it's so hot because Merida is a concrete city and it's very hot. But you get out of the cities and it actually can be very fresh. That's true. That's true. The, the wild side of Yucatan and in Quintana, it's always more fresh than the <laughs> typical places. And if you're at the beach, you have the breeze most of the day. And Lizeth, you were just in Merida. Yes, was it I hot? was. Yeah, I was because I was in, in, in the town. Downtown, yeah. Downtown, yeah. In the but concrete area. Yeah, <laughs> but for example, if we want to see flamingos, I know that in Merida you can go to some places. Have you seen? I just saw flamingos last weekend. Oh. Ooh, that's perfect. Um, yeah, there's Celestun and Cisal, which are famous for cenote, uh, for the flamingos, but they actually fly around the peninsula, so they stop in other places. So I just saw flamingos in Islam Bravo. Not a lot, but um, yeah, you just see them walking in the water. We should go and try that. <laughs> yes, I want to see flamingos. <laughs> yeah. She wants to see flamingos. And, and when you go to El Culio, a lot of times, when you're driving, the last... The last like half mile as you you go across a big lake to get to the peninsula of El Culio because it's it, you can drive into El Culio unlike Isla Hobosh which you have to take a ferry or or Isla Mujeres where you have to take a ferry to get to those islands Isla um, El Culio not Isla El Culio is is a land-based peninsula and 
there's typically a lot of uh, flamingos there as well as you as you drive to El Cuyo. And the story goes that there was a pyramid from the Mayas, and they built the Sac Bay across the water, so that actually was the, the Mayan oh. highway. So huh. That's interesting. I'm still learning. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> well, a really, a really cool thing is in San Felipe, there's uh, several tours you can do. There's an island called Isla Cerritos, which used to be the main port for Chichen Itza. So... There's nothing there now. There's a few ruins, and they found artifacts, and it's a bird reserve, so you can't go on the island. But there was a, a walkway or a sack bay all the way to Chichen Itza. So there's Mayan artifacts and buildings all along that route all the way to Chichen Itza. And they found on this island uh, jade, things from Central America, North Mexico. So all this trade passed through this little place in San Felipe, and you would never think that was the main port. So, how did you get the Mr. Yucatan name now? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I, I wonder see. why. <laughs> but the, speaking I'll... of the Mayas, um, there's a new Mayan ruin that's open to the public. It's called Coluba. It's near Tizamin, between El Cuyo and Tizamin. So, it has three large buildings. Um, and you can go. It's on a guy's ranch. And you'll probably be the only people there. And you walk around, and there's some really decorative uh, carved pieces. Just amazing place. Well, and nobody's gone yet, so well, it's well, new. Here's a, uh, an important question to know. Where, how long have you been in this area? Because for all of that knowledge, you have quite experience. So. Two weeks. <laughs> what? Hi, come on. No, what? No, about a, a decade. So a decade. exploring yeah, the area. Yes. Wow. But there's so much more. I have a list of stuff that I want to see that... It's just it's a big, more uh, and more. It's a big land, right? Like Yucatan and Quintana Roo. Maybe you can uh, still reach Tabasco a little bit, or yeah, it's a I bit mean, far, isn't it? Though, you, yeah, a little. But I'm looking at you, Javi, and you're, you're, I can just see that emoji, though. The yeah, it's it's because he's uh, he's also saying it with so much passion, and that's another uh, thing that you are sharing because you're sh sharing it with. Knowledge, passion, and interest of pe maybe uh, people get to visit these kind of places, yeah. right? I want people to visit, but I also want the locals to benefit not from mass tourism, but from people coming yes. that, you know, will we'll stay in their hotel or take a tour. Because these eco tours provide jobs for the fishermen, so they're not out overfishing. So they respect the nature. So it's really good for local economies to do these eco-tours and appreciate what they have. So that's yeah. why I like Deslam de Bravo. It's amazing tours. And there's a cenote in the mangrove. It's one of my favorites. It has all these mangroves, but ferns. And you go in the water, and it's crystal clear. And it's, you could imagine like the Mayas swimming there a thousand years ago in this pool. And you can go there, and it's just beautiful. I'm taking notes. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yes, oh yeah. my. I forget. You know, we've been friends forever, and I've been to this place, and now I think it's time to go back. <laughs> there's, I, there's so much more. There's so many levels of tourism. You just yeah, discover I'm, something new each time. I definitely need to go back. But let's let's backtrack a little bit. So you actually started in, El, in Playa del Carmen. Yeah. Because he's really known, well, very well known for his website, which is everythingplayadelcarmen.com. And I started that because I used to read Lonely Planet, and I would travel and backpack the world. But I wanted to help other people so they can discover Playa and get out and explore, you know, if they live here. 
And I, there's been over a million people I've been able to help with information. So that's part of the passion. And then part yes. of the passion is helping locals. And then also just the culture and everything that's here. It's, it's just amazing. So I love sharing that culture to continue it because there's so many positive things about the Mexican culture and Yucatecan culture that are very sustainable, you know, great food. I love you. You're, you're so good at that. <laughs> and then, and then you, you lived in Playa del Carmen for quite a bit of time, and then you moved to Espita. Tell me about Espita. Well, it's like when you think of moving to Playa, you think, I want to live near Fifth Avenue, I want to have the beach and everything. And then after you're here a while, you're like, you know, it's a little crowded, I want to live a little farther out. And then your standards change, and you're like, yeah, I could live in the Hito, you know, I could live somewhere further back, or just outside of Playa. So you get more comfortable, and you want to challenge sometimes. And, you know, if you move out of Playa, you have a little more space, but you can still come to Playa, it's very easy, you can stay, there's tons of hotels that are very affordable, um, and you can take advantage of everything in Playa, and you can live outside of Playa as well, so. You use the word ajito. Go ahead. Ajito. Ajito is a big uh, piece of land that is, let's say, administrated by a group of people, the ones that were the first one, uh, the first ones in those places, and it's more about families and let's say, uh, personal deals with those people and you cannot really get a piece of land of that unless the ejido wants to sell that space of land. So uh, I believe this is, this is from the revolution uh, time here in Mexico where the government give the, the land to the people but suddenly the land obviously have a lot of value <laughs> and now obviously in this kind of areas uh, with a lot of tourism a lot of uh, uh, vision for the future well the people want to get the land but there's the hido that kind of protect and sometimes also make a little struggle for the local societies to get more land or benefits for those lands well, I was referring just to the neighborhood called the Hito and Playa. Ah. <laughs> That's it. I was that, just... That I, I was need just more, ding, more ding, ding. sounding here right down. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. There's a Hito outside in the... Javier rural. went down a different path. <laughs> and then there's a neighborhood in Playa called you know, the Hito. It's because I was, I was uh, uh, looking at my... I was researching about Espita, this uh, place where you live. I never hear about it. I have never heard about it. Then it's right in the middle of... Yucatan Peninsula, right in the, in the middle between Merida and Quintana Roo, Cancun, and Playa del Carmen. Right, it's the center of the world, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's it's two hours to Tulum, it's two hours to Merida, two hours to Playa. So you're two hours to everything is central. Chichen Itza. Well, you're closer. Hour. You're an hour. hour. Yeah, you're closer yeah. to Chichen Itza. You're closer to Merida. So I mean, you're it's in a, a center. So you can go to the beach in an hour. You can go pretty much everywhere in the peninsula. And it's a very authentic place because it's not the crossroads of a highway like Bayadolid where you get a lot of, uh, you know, mass tourism and, you know, it's not as authentic. But you go to these small towns and people have ceremonies and processions. There's no tourists. People do it because they want to do it. And that's the only people that see it. So you, some of these uh, processions and things take place at 2.30 in the morning that no tourist would know about. Yes. Like there's a town called Sonotillo. Um, or Zetas, and they dance with live turkeys. And they dance with them at 2.30 in the morning, and then they make 
a dish out of it afterward. So the just words like dance for the for the birds, right? <laughs> yeah. no, Seth, are you eating turkey? God, if she got, 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 <laughs> the look on her face it, when I looked at her and said, <laughs> "I was just picturing the image so dancing crazy. with a turkey." Yeah. So crazy. And you're a dancer too, so. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I would show you up in Europe is okay, yeah. turkey. I'm gonna go to City Club and get you a frozen <laughs> turkey. <laughs> At least that's for the burger. But or okay. a piece of pizza. Talking about gastronomy, so I figure that um, maybe it is two different Playa del Carmen from Yucatan, right? What do you think? Yeah, because there's very few places in Playa del Carmen that have Yucatecan food. It's not as popular because it's sabutes, ponuchos, and, you know, it's, you it's kind know, of... Re you really know. It's basic yeah. dishes. Yeah. So you're going to have to explain some of these because yeah. he, just, he just rattles these off yeah. like... like, like Ibis, mole, yeah, yeah, you know, all that stuff. He's like rapping. Yeah, but <laughs> exactly. He's rapping, yeah. rapping Yucatan food. Yeah, and, and I'm just and like... Mayan words, like, well, not Mayan, but, but from the food. So yeah. nobody knows about it. I'm even confused about the salbutes and panuchos sometimes. Yes. I've had tusa, which is a mole, which they catch. And they make a soup or they cook it. Yeah. That's really local. We're going to have to have Fernando do some... Uh, some research and flash some of these pictures of these plates because they are amazing. I mean, I've had some of this stuff. I've been to Merida a number of times. I've been to your place in Espita. I've been up and down that corridor a few times, especially to buy furniture because the wood there is amazing. Um, yes. Yeah, because you can get really good furniture, you know, the the wood. Explain some of that to me. So... If, if you live in Playa, you need furniture because you move here, you have a condo. So a lot of people will go along the highway. There's a lot of uh, woodworkers. And between Tulum and Coba, there's a lot of people that sell, uh, you know, Tulum furniture and style. Yes. And it's really nice. But a lot of those carpenters actually come from around Timozon or that area. So when you go to Timozon, I think it's the best place for furniture. It's oh, really yeah. affordable. And for kind of food that you like, and you we will go. Which on one? Which one is that? Smoked meat. Yeah, smoked meat. <laughs> yeah, that's famous there. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it, they make all tropical hardwoods. It's really good for this climate, and so all that area. There's really good carpenters, and they use cedar, which is a very sustainable wood. So yeah, it's a good place for furniture. Wow. Taking notes. Yes, I believe this is one of the most uh, learning uh, yeah, episodes very for me. <laughs> uh, informational. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it's a good reminder to me because I've been away from it for a while. And now it just kind of reminds me. I keep I keep falling back on my, my El Culio trip, my Isla Hobos trips, my Isla Mujeres. I need to get back. I mean, I was going to go with her to Merida. Yes. But it was kind of last minute, so I didn't go. But it, now talking to you again, Wow. Yeah, I'm glad that we are recording right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, Where do I want to go? Oh, yeah. cue up the video. <laughs> yes. And exactly. speaking of video, these are posted on YouTube. And please subscribe and click the bell so that you're aware of all the times that we do these. We, especially this year, we're doing the 2023 Living Like a Local series. And while I'm here, I'll talk about the promotion every Every episode, we come up with a special promotion, and because it's very close to Easter, and I'm hoping that Fernando comes across on his on his promise to have this up before Easter, we're doing hashtag Easter so that you can actually get 
10, an additional 10% off of your stay for the holidays, for the for the Easter. I mean, it's going to be a last-minute thing, but you're going to get a discount, which is typically unheard of when you're getting close to a holiday. So, nice. or you know, when I'm saying the holidays, I'm saying either Easter or the the Mexican version is called Semana Santa. Semana Santa. There you go. There we go. <laughs> hey, I want to plug one more place before we go. Absolutely, let's um, go. In Bayelid, there is a bee park. And it is called Espanique, I think. Uh, no, it's bee on, park, the ones that bite you. They, no, these are the melapona bees that don't bite or don't bite you. So uh, <laughs> I learned so much on this tour. There are 16 types of these bees. Some live in the ground. Uh, you get to taste the melapona honey, which is actually medicinal, and it's about $100 a liter. So you can try that. Um, they have a dry cenote, so they have all the nest and everything. So excellent, excellent place. And Bailid has a lot more uh, places for young kids and families. Like there's an excellent zoo that shows all the native animals. You can go to that. So for families that have kids, if you want to get away, uh, Bailid is a really good place. And the cenotes, you can rent bikes. There's a bike tour there that's really good by uh, Biker Zasi. So wow! Yeah, I, it sounds like we could just sit here and <laughs> yeah. listen to him it talk about like it. Sounds like we've been in your in, in this place for my whole life. <laughs> like <laughs> no, no. And even. the thing is, it's just a few. It's not that far away, and we miss all this. This is what's crazy. Sometimes, sometimes an hour drive can make the difference of seeing something that'll just blow your mind. Yes, and now that you mention, can actually. We are here in Cancun really used to drive at least one hour. If you are in Cancun and you are moving to play Carmen, that's an hour. If you are in Cancun, if you move to Tulum, there, there you have two hours, right? Uh, around that. So it's, it's just uh, heading, on, uh, heading to another Going direction. an hour a different direction. Yeah, that's good. And the highway is totally new because they're building the highway for the Mayan train. Oh, yes. So they moved it to one side. So it's a brand new highway. Uh, there's still construction. I just saw the train station in Bayelid being built. Yeah. So there's going to be the train Maya. Possibly later this year, parts will open. So that's going to be something that's going to make it a lot easier for people to explore more oh, in so the peninsula. Oh, so we need to go before it gets Before, <laughs> yeah. it gets before the trains come yeah. and everybody goes there and it's like we could have anybody and... and we can have Mr. We can have a hundred Mr. Yucatan. You have two options: uh, <laughs> looking for more secrets <laughs> to reveal, or change the world from secrets to kind of popular, right? There's still so many places uh, that are just not well known because people do tend to go to the same places. I mean, advertising promotes the big places, the big parks, but if you rent a car, you can get out and you discover so much on your own. And it, it's pretty easy to get around. I mean, it's toll roads. The roads are good. Um, I mean, you can book everything online, hotels. It's just knowing where to go. So you hit up the cool spots. And, of course, you can see all that information on everything, PlyaldelCarmen.com. You have all those listings on there. And anybody can go to that website, and I'm sure the contact form will contact you, and I'm sure you'll reply. I know he replies very quickly to his messages. And social media? Yes. Yep. Uh, Facebook is a big one. So okay. It's very uh, also the, the same name. Everything by Everything. Carmen. Yep. On Facebook. Perfect. Easy. <laughs> really easy. 
Do you have any last plugs? I mean, because you said one last plug, but yeah. there was like six of them there. Uh, <laughs> and you had come some great ones there as well. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, those are all great places to go check out. Uh, that's a, a was that? Do you have any questions from a, the female's perspective? Because you have to explore more. Yeah, I do. Probably next time the podcast will be somewhere else. Oh, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> On location. That made me talk. That was pretty smart. That yeah, was, yeah. Wow, that was pretty smart. Well, Mr. Yucatan, thank you so much for coming today. This is an amazing podcast. Javier, thank you very much. And thank of course, you too. Lizeth. Bringing your beauty to the show makes it great. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to two guys talk. Yeah. <laughs> or watch two guys talk. Yes. To another guy. So thank you very much. And again, subscribe and ring the bell. Thank you very much. Thank you.